This episode of the Holly Fueled Nutrition Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. To get 10% off your first month of therapy, visit the link in the show notes, which is betterhelp.com slash hollyfueled. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash H-O-L-L-E-Y-F-U-E-L-E-D. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Hollyfield Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Holly Samuel. I am also a registered dietitian, uh, board-certified sports dietitian, personal trainer, and I have my master's in health education focusing in eating disorders. So these are all topics that are very near and dear to my heart. But today, we are going to continue our supplement myth-busting series um, by talking about beets and beetroot powder supplements. Um, this has been a highly requested one, so I'm pretty excited to dive into beets with you guys. Um, if you are new to the uh, supplement myth-busting series, I basically cover the down and dirty of various sports nutrition supplements and just other supplements too, or popular ingredients that are on the market or that I get asked about a lot in practice. So if you do have like a uh, supplement or a particular item that you want me to cover, um, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram um, or send me an email, which you can find on my website. Um, and I would love to hear from you because this podcast is for you guys. <laughs> so tell me what you want to hear. Um, if you want me to continue this series going into 2024, um, I would love to hear from you as well. I covered probably about like a 10th of all of the different, uh, recommendations that I got, um, when I first asked about what supplements you guys wanted me to cover. So we definitely have more we can cover if you've been loving these. Um, I really like putting them together. Um, it is a lot of work for me and my team. Um, so always love to hear good feedback. Speaking of good feedback, if you wanted to go leave the podcast a five-star rating and also a review on your podcast player of choice, I would really, 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 really appreciate that. Um, it just helps the show so much. Um, you know, if you think I'm worthy of a five-star rating review, I would really appreciate it. I want to read one left by someone who calls themselves evidence-based, which I think maybe is just the title of the review, but um, they said, they gave it five stars and they said, I have been looking for an evidence-based nutrition podcast that also provides practical information specifically for runners. And I have found it. Holly gives excellent info, but also combines lots of practical tips and tools that we can all use. And she delivers it in a very clear and digestible, pun intended, way. Winky face. Thank you, Holly. And she spelled my name right, or he spelled my name right, like all the times they spelled it. So that's always a bonus for me. So thank you so much, evidence-based, whoever you are, for that kind review. Really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, let's get into the episode on this sick beat. So we're going to cover like the who, what, when, where, and why, and how on beets and beetroot supplements. But obviously, of course, this is not a replacement for individualized nutrition advice, nor is it medical advice or a replacement for that. Um, even if you are one of my clients and you're listening to this, again, this is not individualized advice. This is educational only. So even if you already work with me, ask me about what you think I, you know, think about you taking this particular supplement because I can give you a lot more insight that way. Um, but hopefully this overview 
Um, and we do take some deep dives. We get into the weeds a little bit while also keeping it digestible, just like that review said. Um, but hopefully this is really helpful. Um, so kind of in terms of starting off with our beets. So obviously beets themselves are a root vegetable. I think a lot of us are familiar with these. There's a lot of different varieties. They're primarily a deep red or purpley color. They have very earthy taste. Um, I find beets and how they taste is very hit or miss with people. I mean, I talk to a lot of people about things that they like to eat and don't like to eat. And I, I, I don't really have a ton of people that are like in the middle on beets. People tend to be like, oh yeah, I love beets. Like one of my favorite vegetables, which is me. I'm in that camp. Um, or they're like, oh no, get those away from me. <laughs> so, um, you know, do what you may with that. But um, not only is beet like just a food, a vegetable, we can also find beetroot as a juice and beetroot powder supplements. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that we can ingest beets and beet products these days. So we are going to talk about beets in general, but I am also going to talk about some of the supplements and the juices um, because I think it's important to touch on those, especially because I know a lot of people are like, mm, I don't like beets, but if there's a benefit, I'll consider taking it. Can I take it in a way that doesn't taste like beets? <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Um, beets are particularly high in folate, manganese, copper, potassium, antioxidants, and polyphenols. They are in the category of basically when I talk about like anti-inflammatory foods, um, you know, they are thing they are in that category, things that stain. So beets, you know, um, pomegranate seeds, cherries, those types of things that stain tend to be high in antioxidants and polyphenols. So they're absolutely in that category very nutritious, especially in their whole form, because you're getting more of the nutrition combined with like fiber, which is really good for your gut that way. Um, they're also high in an inorganic nitrate, which gets converted into nitric oxide. And this is basically where our performance benefit claims come in, um, is that beets themselves and also the beetroot juice and the beetroot powders do have nitric oxide in them concentrates um, that can potentially um, have some pros when it comes to our health, but also our performance. Um, so when it comes to like the pros of beets, um, they can, you know, aid in muscle contraction and relaxation because of the nitric oxide. Basically, this can help increase blood flow to our muscles. And that is a component that can potentially help with performance benefits, but also aid in reducing blood pressure. Um, so again, that's another way that these can be potentially beneficial, but not so therapeutic, um, you know, where it's going to be a magic pill, of course. They can also improve muscle function, recovery, and performance, especially at VO2 max and anaerobic thresholds. Um, so this tends to be like 5K pace and faster um, when I'm talking to runners. So they do seem to have a, a higher impact on like fast twitch muscle fibers compared to slow twitch muscle fibers. Um, nitric oxide in beet products can mitigate fatigue and improve time to exhaustion because basically the nitric oxide causes vasodilation, which again is where our basically arteries and veins get a little bit more relaxed and wider, and this can allow more blood flow and therefore oxygen to come into working muscles, um, which is where the nitric oxide comes into play and where potential performance and health benefits come into play. 
Um, beets can also promote healthy mitochondria um, and can potentially impact cognitive function because of this. Um, it seems to be that this can be because of the polyphenol and antioxidant components and also just because of the nitric oxide components. And beets can also potentially promote like glucose uptake. So sugar in your bloodstream, nitric oxide, when combined with eating adequate carbohydrates, which you're going to hear me say on all of these episodes, like all of this comes after solid nutrition first. This is where it can be the most helpful. Um, when you're eating adequate carbohydrates and your blood sugar is stable, um, you know, having nitric oxide from beets in your bloodstream can help your muscles get to that blood glucose potentially faster. Um, so this is, you know, one of the many reasons why it can be an ergogenic aid and therefore have performance boosting properties, but it's not a replacement for good nutrition. If you're taking like a, if you're spending your money or choking down, if you don't like it, a beetroot supplement, and you are not eating adequate carbohydrates, you haven't thought about your hydration strategy, you're not having enough sodium and electrolytes, like this isn't really going to help you that much. (laughs) Um, You need to do those things first. Go back to the bazillion episodes on the podcast that I have on all of these topics or check out my Fueled Masterclass membership, which I will link in the show notes because we go over all of these things, which I find a lot of people are not doing adequately who I work with and really need to focus on first before adding anything that I talk about basically in the Supplement Myth Busting series to their routine. So in terms of cons, let's get into those. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of the Hollyfield Nutrition Podcast. Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a different way. And that's why I am so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable, more accessible, and this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really, really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out just a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in a little as a few days. Um, when I used BetterHelp, it was a few hours. <laughs> um, so it is truly a very quick and easy process compared to um, what I've had clients experience and what I've experienced myself in traditionally trying to find a therapist through the healthcare system. It is really easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. There is a link in my description, which is betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash hollyfueled, which is H-O-L-L-E-Y-F-U-E-L-E-D. And that link is in the description. Clicking that link helps supports this podcast, and it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with a therapist and see if it helps you out. Because finding a therapist can be a little bit like dating, if you don't really fit with the first therapist they match you to, which is super common in healthcare and therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. So if you are struggling, book the appointment, get started, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. 
visit the link in the description. And again, if this is something that you think is going to help you or you're nervous about it, taking the plunge is the most important first step. And then BetterHelp is going to let you sort out the rest. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, cons. So basically a lot of the studies that support the pros that I just talked about, which if you want um, like PubMed you know, IDs, sources for these studies. You can check out the corresponding Instagram post that goes with this podcast episode. It is chock full of references um, and also the graphic in the email that I send out corresponding to these episodes does have the sources. Um, so make sure you're subscribed to those things. But the studies, they exist, but especially when it comes to like performance studies and sports nutrition, there are mixed results um, when it comes to beetroot powders and supplements. And um, there are like small sample sizes of these studies. So they're not like the most high quality sources. Um, you know, having multiple of them definitely helps. And when we look at like reviews, that can definitely help like come to a determination on how this may potentially be beneficial. What they basically all say is that you need to have a solid foundation in your nutrition. Um, and then this might be the most helpful, like people are going to benefit the most from this when they are, you know, nutritioning properly in their daily lives and sports nutritioning, pop, you know, properly before, during and after their workouts. Um, and some studies did show that the effects of beets potentially being a performance booster, um, it tends to be like less pronounced, the more elite you are, and the more well trained you are, but even then results really do tend to vary. Um, another potential con is that, you know, high, <laughs> high concentrations of beets um, can cause GI upset, especially if you're having like the whole beet before you go work out. So this is kind of where I want to get into some of the considerations because, you know, what would be best in terms of research is having three to six whole beats 90 minutes, you know, before or during your exercise. And I don't know about you, but if I were to eat beets right before and during my exercise, I would definitely poop my pants. And I would not recommend that as a sports dietitian because of that very obvious potential risk that I wouldn't even say is a potential risk. It's just going to happen probably and negate any, you know, potential benefit that you would have gotten from the nitric oxide and the beets. So this is where like beetroot supplements and beetroot juice kind of come into play because we take the fiber out of these things. You know, we potentially just put in some of the polyphenols um, and some of the, you know, nitric oxide we take that before or within 90 minutes onset of our exercise, and that potentially can help us with performance benefits without giving us the GI upset from all the fiber that beets contain. Um, so, you know, this is where things can get a little hairy. Um, I typically tend to recommend if you're going to use beets as an ergogenic aid, and again, I'm assuming that you already are stellar with your nutrition all the time, you're fueling adequately before, during, and after your workouts. You're not doing fasted workouts. You know, your micronutrient status is good. Your blood work looks really good. You don't have any iron deficiencies. Things are peachy and you're trying to like take it to the next level. Um, you know, this is where the beetroot juice and powders may come into play. I tend to recommend starting with beetroot juice just because juice compared to supplement powders Juice is better regulated since it's a food um, by the FDA. 
that like if you're buying beetroot juice, you know, in your refrigerated section at your local grocery store, that's going to be treated like a food item. If you're buying a beetroot powder supplement in the supplement aisle, that's the wild west. Like we really don't know what's in there. And there actually was a consumer lab report which is a third-party testing service that I subscribe to as a professional. If you're a dietitian or student listening to this and you don't subscribe, this is not an ad, but if you don't subscribe to Consumer Labs, like it's really your responsibility to know this stuff and to look out for your clients. So I highly recommend going and subscribing to Consumer Labs. Um, they do have a free like version if you're not a nutrition professional. Um, you know, that you can get a lot out of, you can get a lot out of it if you are a nutrition professional too. But if you want more information, you want the full reports, definitely recommend subscribing. It's like $50 a year. It's not expensive for how much information you get and for how often I use this to check on products for things like these podcast episodes, but also just for my individual clients as well. Because supplements, they're not regulated by the FDA. I say that in every supplement myth busting series episode. Um, it's the Wild West. You don't really know what you're getting. And there was a consumer lab report on beetroot supplements um, that basically showed that most of them didn't have an effective enough dose in them to really do anything. So they were kind of like a waste of your money. So um, again, you know, hopefully the companies hear that and they put more effort into their product. But you know, if you want to get the nitric oxide, try getting it from your beetroot juice instead, um, you know, put that, you know, in your lemonade pre-workout, um, you know, have that with your applesauce pouch or your meal, if you're really wanting to get these benefits and try that first. Also just consume beets in your diet. Like if you do have beets in your diet, you're going to get a lot of other nutrition benefits out of consuming the whole beet product. Don't do it 90 minutes before you work out, <laughs> probably do it at least three or four hours before you work out, if not more, if you don't want to have digestive issues, but consuming the whole beet also does have a lot of health benefits besides just performance ones. So that's something you can also definitely do. Um, you know, beetroot powder supplements are also expensive. And again, like I said, a lot of them don't even have what you need in them for them to really be doing anything. Um, and they taste like beets. So some people don't even like them, but that's something to consider too, is that it can be costly. Um, a lot of people I know are willing to spend a lot more money on supplements than they are on like proper nutrition education or just like, you know, eating enough food in the day. I would always prefer you do that first rather than go out and buy a random beetroot supplement. Um, if you are new to consuming beets or beet products, know that they can turn your stool and or urine red or brown, um, do not be alarmed. <laughs> this is something that can be normal. Um, it can be more pronounced in people with an iron deficiency or people who are prone to iron deficiency. So that's something to keep in mind. If you have it, you know, in your urine or stool, it doesn't necessarily mean you have an iron deficiency, but something to watch for if you never noticed that before. And then you start to notice it if you're like a habitual beat consumer. Um, I really like that word habitual beat consumer. I think I'm going to add that to my resume. <laughs> um, but note that don't freak out. Um, cause that can be alarming if you're not used to that. And also if you do have like kidney disease or known kidney issues, if you've got kidney labs that come back abnormal or your doctor is watching that on you, I do not recommend consuming excessive amounts of beets and definitely do not recommend beetroot supplements. They can be high in oxalates, which can cause kidney stones. Um, so be wary of that as well. Otherwise they do tend to be pretty safe for most people. Um, especially if you're consuming the juice or the whole food form. Um, so 
definitely something that you may consider adding just to your diet rather than your supplement lineup. So where do we leave off with this episode? Beets themselves, awesome. Add them to your diet. Nutritious food, this sick beet. Uh, to quote Miss Taylor Swift, um, you know, if you want an ergogenic benefit, consider adding beetroot juice like 90 minutes pre-workout or less, um, as that may basically in- improve blood flow um, and give you potential performance boosting benefits. That tends to be more pronounced if you are um, less trained, more recreational athlete, which I'm assuming is who's listening to this podcast, <laughs> um, and also tends to be more effective in like 5k stuff or faster. Um, so keep that in mind too. I know a lot of you are probably marathoners. doesn't mean it doesn't help you. It just means it might help you a little bit less than if you're using it before like a speed workout that has VO2 max stuff in it or a 5k and probably skip the supplements because they may not be worth your money. If you're looking at one, make sure it's third-party tested and make sure you have asked a sports dietitian or looked it up on Consumer Lab Reports yourself that it has the appropriate amount of nitric oxide in it to actually do something for you. Um, But I hope this was helpful. If it was, make sure you leave a five-star rating and review. I would so, so appreciate that. Maybe you'll get a shout out on the next episode. And until next time, happy running. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.